right, Brain. You don't like me, and I don't like you. Well, let's just do this, and I can get back to killing you with beer. You are now tuned into the Better Fantasy Bureau podcast. podcast. This place is an untapped resource. With your host, Flex and Bliss. You must think I'm pretty stupid. I'm dangerous. I'm very, very dangerous. And Charlie Chase. You're very good, yo. You're goddamn right he is. For the everyday fantasy sports player. You just blew my mind. Now, I am going to teach some kids a lesson. They're a bunch of f***ing amateurs. And now, on with the show, Party People. Party people. What's up, party people? Welcome once again back is the incredible I am your man, 50 Grand Flex Hitless, here with my man, Honey is Charlie Chase, baby. Charlie Chase, baby. And welcome once more for the Better Fantasy Bureau. We got another special guest. I don't know about special, but yeah. <laughs> but guest nonetheless. Yeah, he's a giant fan, right? So I don't know about special either. And, and so it begins. <laughs> What's up, brother? How you doing? I'm good. Cool, calm, and collected. Nice. Well, let, let's say what are your name once again. So welcome our boy, Alex Marchetti, best known as Doug E. <laughs> I got I to gotta do ask you. So like, Doug, you know, we, we've been friends, you know, you're, you're one of my closest friends. And uh, where did Doug even come from? I just know you just started saying it. Um, yeah, I just started. Get saying, closer to the mic. Don't be scared. Okay. Um, <laughs> I just started saying, you know, like how people say, what's up, bro, or cuz. And I'm just like, what's up, Dougie? What's up, Dougie? To everyone. And but it grew, but it grew in because you add the emphasis to it. You always go, Dougie. Dougie. What's up, Dougie? Yeah. And then people just like start calling me Dougie. It's kind of like when I started yeah. saying party people. Like whenever is I, that I, is that a Queens thing? A lot of people in Queens, I hear that a lot. I wouldn't know. Well, maybe I started it. You know? Oh, you started yeah. it. You're taking yeah, credit yeah, for yeah, it. Yeah, I'm a trendsetter. All right. <laughs> now we know where it came from. But no, yeah, because like I say, they would be like a party people. I didn't expect party people to be that big but yeah. not for nothing it was because like i used to just like type it out like yo what's up party people this what up party people that and i dj like what's up party people and it just came to the point when i walked in the room i remember one of the first people i heard it from was my uh my, my friend heather and she just saw me she's like party people and then when people just walk in the room people just yell out party people my wife hates it that her family <laughs> says it i walk into a room and her little cousins be like party people all the time and she hates that why well, it seems like they're gonna all get lit? Like, yo, party people, flex is here. I guess I don't know. I guess because it's like immature. I don't know. Well, whatever. I'm I'm really it's mature. Your thing. I mean, own it. I'm, no, it's, yeah. I, I didn't mean for it to be. It seems like thing, it's positive vibe. Like you know, if they see you and they start saying party people, it just it starts off. Whatever with a good you foot. do is party people. You know, if your idea of a party is a book, then enjoy your party. You know what I mean? Boom. Yeah, but the same thing with you with E. Because even when they text you, it's like, yo, what up, E? But like, like if your name was like Eric, but it's not. No. no. <laughs> And, and you, I said, they don't call you C for Collodro. No. I mean, um, no. Never got oh, C. But you never called him Charlie. <laughs> we don't know why we didn't start calling him that. Anyways, uh, once again, party people, uh, welcome once again to the Better Fantasy Bureau podcast. We still got the giveaway going on. You know, Doggy, you could possibly still win that giveaway, too. I support. You, you do support. But like I said, listen, you know, and you could do that. Just just if you leave us a you comment. Know, you know what we're giving away, though, right? The Love Belgium? Belgium? Yeah. 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 I, got, so I, I got make sure my dynasty league. I, right. I, shout out to, uh, to to my boy Nicholas, too, because the other day um, I was around Blend Astoria, and I went and I texted him, by, you know, I was uh, by, if he was by Slice of Blend Astoria, he said he was at Peter Pan. And I went by, I was like, all right, cool, I'm walking over. He goes, did I win the jersey? Did I win the giveaway? He texted, <laughs> he put like a it's bunch a of eyes emojis. He got hyped. It's a little early. Yeah, no, no, we'll, yeah, we'll give away week one. But remember, uh, guys, you could um, 
Like us. Maybe make sure you subscribe. Make sure you like us. Make sure you comment. Get yourself noticed anyway. I know one of your boys recently just posted up. Uh, well, who's your boy that posted it up? You tagged me in it. He posted a picture on his Instagram. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's uh, my uh, my brother-in-law's brother, Seas. Shout out to Seas. All right, yeah. So, so um, Seas, yeah, he posted it up. Another giant fan, damn. But uh, he's uh, See, sh- he's showing support. Oh, You're that, in New York, bro. Yeah, this because when we, we got in the car this morning, we I picked you up, Charlie. Then I picked up Marchetti. Right, so for once again, our special guest is Alex Marchetti, Doggy Marchetti and Doggy is what we always call him. And then you were like, "Oh, another Giants fan! Yeah. Oh my God, Charlie, we're in New York." I understand that, but listen, and NFL is a little different, man. There's a there's a lot of different, um, you know, right? Teams, but yeah. we're in New a lot York. Of different fans, I should say. But we're in New York, so Whatever. most of them are going to be Giants or Jets fans. Why are you surprised? I'm not surprised, but you know, let's uh, let, let's change it up a little bit. No, we don't know. <laughs> Just a question. Uh, is there like a Dallas Cowboys bar in New York? Yeah, there is, right. actually. Um, it's Your apartment on, does not count. It's <laughs> on, no. <laughs> but there's one on uh, 35th Street and um, right off of 6th Avenue. I think it's called Playwright. And it's actually it's actually a good time. Like, it's a good time to go watch a football Playwright? Game. Good time Playwright. for a Cowboys fan. Yeah, for a all Cowboy right, fan. Yeah, but even like they're not, you know, they're not like rude to like if you're not a Cowboy fan, you can still like, go in there and have a good time. But it's cool. I went to. I found out about it last year, and I went to go see a couple of games, and it was. We had a phenomenal time. All right. So I saw the uh, the Cowboy Redskins game, rivalry game. Is is cool spot. No, I mean, listen. I know. I know plenty of Cowboys fans myself, and uh, you know they all root for you, Charlie. They're like, oh, stop making fun of the Cowboys fan. I'm making fun of Charlie. It's all right. He makes it so easy for me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you make it so easy for me. The suit and uh, but most of the Cowboy fans. No I, suit today, though. No, 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 no. But most of the Cowboy fans, I do. You just came in your shirt from uh, Home Improvement Al. You look like you wearing the, you wearing the Al flannel Home shirt. Improvement Al, we gotta edit that. That's well, a bad he's joke. Al, he'll be. No, we're leaving it in there. That's a bad joke. <laughs> what are you doing? I was confusing uh, the characters in Home Improvement. I was thinking about the neighbor. <laughs> oh, Earl, what's his name? What? No, Wilson. Wilson. The Wilson. You never see his face. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Oh, I get it. If you check out on YouTube, you can see what Marquette just did. <laughs> and I'm not editing myself. I leave myself open to. Uh, People make fun of me. I have a good sense of humor. If you want to comment and making fun of me is one of them, and if you want to win a lady on Bill Jersey that way, you're more than welcome to. I. It's very hard to for me to get offended. Anyhow, unless your name is Andy, it's pretty easy to, for Andy to offend anybody. Yeah. Uh, inside joke, you know what I mean. Um, <laughs> or pre 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 offends a lot of people. I'll pa- say Papa pre. Yeah, I'll say a funny joke here on the on. The, so I remember one time I walked up to pre. And I told Pre, I was like, yo, Pre, tell me a joke. He looks me up and down. He goes, your DJ career. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I'll leave that one in. Pre. Anyways, uh, so what we're doing today, today is a really special episode because today is an episode where um, we're giving a bit of different information. So, Charles, you know, you and I, for these uh, past couple of episodes, we talk a lot about everything for mainly redrafts mm-hmm. for the most part, um, you know, and that's that's. That's what give you information for like just what they're gonna think we're gonna do this year and everything else like that. And you could take that information and you could bring that into the other forms of playing fantasy football, which more of the popular ones is daily, which mm-hmm. is what you play a lot, Charlie. Daily, yeah, for sure. And then Dynasty, which is why we brought Marchetti in today, because Marchetti plays a lot of Dynasty. And out of all the guys, and as long well, actually not for nothing, the first time I've ever played fantasy football was because of you, Marchetti. And it's funny, I was telling Charlie in the car right over, the reason I got involved in the club scene and everybody was because of you, Marchetti. So a lot of my life that I that is created, that is flexed today, is because of you. Thank you for that. But You're welcome. <laughs> so, but yeah, the first time I ever played fantasy football, Marchetti invited me into his league. It was a FYPM. 
I had no idea what I was doing. He just knew I knew sports, but I never knew how to play fantasy football. And I got the first overall pick that year. Do you remember? I have a bad memory. But All right, well, okay, and let's the, go. That year, whenever it was, it was, what, I say a good, like, seven years ago, maybe, more or less? No, uh, we've been running the league since 2009. I believe, so yes. nine years ago. So, so what? Ten years. Yeah, more or less ten years. All right. So I remember the first year when I was playing, and I had the first overall pick. And you, because remember you told me like you got the first overall pick, and you went to Rob, and you got the second one. You. <laughs> and then, and I, I didn't know how to draft. And Adrian Peterson was there, and I, and I'm looking at, at online. I'm sitting at my computer, and I'm like, what do I do? And there's mad people typing out like, what is taking you so long? The take first a- pick. Take <laughs> Adrian. When it was obvious, you know, that this is height AP, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, I, but like people are telling me like why. Because I didn't know what button to click that said draft, uh, and and then and then they were like, just take them. And I thought I was doing good. I remember that year I drafted Ben Roethlisberger and Kurt Warner because the year before they were both in the Super Bowl, the Cardinals versus the Steelers. <laughs> you, you took them back to back. But I thought like, oh yeah, I'm gonna win. I took I got two quarterbacks from last year's Super Bowl. Oh man, that's amazing. Because this is my first year, I didn't know what to do. I remember the next year we went to go draft at Blend, and I remember that year I really wanted the Jets defense. <laughs> you remember oh, that? Yeah. Oh, and then Andy so and everybody's funny. busting chops. And then there's some kid that he never played before either. Second round, go and everybody's hyping on the Jeff's defense because I want him. He goes, you know what? I'll take the Jets defense. And he took him in the second round. He won berserk <laughs> in the second round. Wow. He but, went berserk. He's like, how? What? <laughs> Why? <laughs> the Jets defense. How is this possible? Second round. And, then, round. Yeah. and we battery pack. So the BFB podcast wasn't around back so, so then. So we like so to no, instigate. It's like, oh. And then he's like, oh, I was planning to take them. I had a strategy this time around. Yeah. yeah. Last year. And we're, you know, we're just doing just for fun, you know. Right. But right. this, this, it was funny, too. Another funny story about that draft. <laughs> but he really day. took it serious. Another funny story. Yeah, I get sensitive sometimes. Even <laughs> though I can't. Now I don't take a joke. I take a joke very well. But it's funny. That day, so we're all going to blend. The first one on Vernon Boulevard in Long Island City. We're all going to have our draft there. And then Andy was the first one there, our friend Andy. And this is back yes. when BlackBerry Messenger was the important thing. Mm-hmm. BBM. The BBMs, yeah. BFB BBMs, yeah. So what he did is that he changed his uh, BBM picture to Marchetti's picture and status and name everything to be duplicated as Marchetti's because he's the commissioner of the league. Mm. And he, he BBM'd everybody in the league. Hey, guys, we're no longer having the draft at Blend. We're going to go to five boroughs in Forest Hills. So he tried to send us somewhere else to, to, to try to, to sabot- sabotage to sabotage the draft for everybody else. And I'm looking like, why do I have two Marchetti chats in there? I'm like, oh, Andy. It's like, I only had to be one person to do hey, that. You got to try to get an advantage anywhere you can. That I thought that was hilarious. Yeah, yeah that was funny. It's common, that's, Andy. That's, yeah, that's typical Andy. He's a, he's a prankster. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Prankster so is what um, makes the league fun. So football is back. Yes. Football is back. Um, is it back now? It's back. Well, listen, every year there's there's certain things that happen that let you know that football is like officially back. Like for, for you, it's what? Like, what do you guys These like m- to me? There's two things for. Well, to me, it's Labor Day weekend. Labor, Labor Day, Day weekend? weekend is when you say it's officially back or it's back. It's I would say it's officially back because that's like when mo- for the most part. When, like the- when do you get excited? Like, wow. Yeah, it's here. Well, that's what I'm getting the, at. The, like, the actual drafts, which which are more or less most of people well, do around all, Labor Day all weekend. Of August. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like, like most of August, August, some people do it really early. But like towards like Labor Day weekend, like I know Marchetti for Arley, we always do it the day before the Thursday game on Wednesday night. We always yeah. do it that Wednesday yes. night before the game. That's yeah, but that's one day, though. I'm talking about like once when do you get into like that vibe? Like, you know what football season's here? Like, You're to excited. me, it's like, right. That, like, that's to me. That's what I'm telling you. That's what it is for me. It's just 
the drafts. Yeah, that's late. That's what I'm saying. That's for me. But like to me, it's like when like Hard Knock comes on, like I know football season's coming. Or when um when Madden comes out, I know football season's coming. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So those are like two things. Um, ha- have you guys watched Hard Knocks? I watched Hard Knocks. Yeah. What What did you think of the first episode? It was cool. Um, um, Jarvis Landry's speech uh, was, you know, it was pretty funny to me. You know. Yeah, it was funny. It, 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 it was, well, he. It was like I don't want to say it was awkward for him, but he yeah. like he said himself that he was not used to being like a team guy or like right, right. either, right? He's a quiet type, and you know the only thing is like I don't know if, it, if he did it because he knew the cameras were there. Yes, but I hope not because it was like a really passionate speech. No, you know he probably mean? just realized how bad Cleveland's wide receiver in the core is. <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. But uh, no, I did not watch Hard Knocks. You already know that. No, preseason game one to me, you know. Yeah, Saquon Barkley's first run though. Yeah, that was impressive. Football's back. 39 yards. But then, you know, his next three carries, he only got four yards. You know, so. That's fine. I don't pay him much. He's he's still, if you you break down those numbers, still averaging about almost like eight, ten yards of carry, which is great. Who do you, um, who does he remind you of, Saquon Barkley, his running style? Well. Uh, Emmitt Smith, they say. Emmitt? Yeah, yeah, Emmitt Smith. Well, I mean, modern day. Modern day? You said Deion Sanders? No, did I say Deion Sanders? No, I said Emmitt Smith. Emma Smith and Barry Sanders, maybe, Matt. I didn't know, I didn't even know I said it. Okay, my bad. Probably, yeah. My yeah. bad. I'm, I'm thinking about a bunch of things right now. Sorry. Yeah, no, it's all good. He you know, he reminds me a little bit of Lev Bell. Lev Bell? His running style. Well, that, Bell, big run, that big run he had, it was very patient. He yeah. was just waiting for well, the whole the thing. Uh, exactly. And, and that's Lev Bell's it. running style. Like, Lev Bell is the type that, you know what, he kind of, you know, he's patient. He kind of skips up to the line, and then, boom, he'll explode. Everything's so slow for him. He, yeah, exactly. Oh like, God. the game slows down. He's not like a Zeke, where Zeke's like, you know, one cut, foot in the ground, I'm going to trust that my offensive line is the hole's going to be there and I'm going to bust right through it. Well, he 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 has a great offensive line. Zeke. So he doesn't have to even think about that. Right, just, right. Oh, right. it's right there. I know it's going to be Different running styles. Yeah, yeah but yeah, uh, Saquon, definitely very impressive. Baker Mayfield, what do you guys think about him? He looked yeah. good. He looked good. He looked good. Tyrod, too. Yeah. You know, Tyrod looked good. It's going to be uh, a pretty good uh, quarterback competition, uh, although I think it's going to be Tyrod. And uh, yeah. Dorsey, right? That's the general manager. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's known for um, letting like rookie quarterbacks develop and not bringing them in and throwing them in, right, the, right, right. in the fire right. per se. Like last I, year, last year he was in, I believe he was with the Chiefs, right? And uh, you know they have Patrick Mahomes, and he was with the Packers when they had Aaron Rodgers, right, right. Yeah. So I don't think it's going to be long before you see Baker Mayfield if you don't see him Week One. We won't see him Week One, I doubt. I strongly, um, I don't know. You want to make a big effing bet? I don't, I don't know. I'm not I'm not 100% I don't see so, him game one. No, nah, not game one. It's it's going to no he's if unless, that Taylor's going to have a short short leash. That it, it's fine but he we're not going to see him game one. Yeah. How many games they won last year? Like <laughs> Exactly. Zero. You know how many games There's they won the last 5 preseasons? No, nah, not off the top of my head. Five. <laughs> they're five and zero. Oh so the last five so preseason they're the, they're games. The best, they're the Patriots <laughs> of the preseason. Basically. Yeah. So there's a lot to say, but um, but moving along because we will have a uh, uh, a preseason recap show yeah. coming up. Where we're going to talk about everything in the preseason because a lot of injuries. You know, uh, shout out to everybody that texted me like like making sure I was okay after Darius Geis got hurt because they knew I was a big Darius Geis fan. Dude, you're the first person I thought about when he got hurt. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people text me same thing too, and all that tells me is that we have a lot of people listening to the show, which yeah, is great, and I appreciate yeah, yeah. that. You know, shout out to Kento, the K Mac, the Jeff, and like all these people that were talking. I about I saw it. the update um, on my phone. I'm like, oh my god, poor flex. I got yeah. Rob <laughs> Kelly in my dynasty. So yeah, you did. Have you done any drafts yet that you've taken them? Real ones? Yeah. No. 
Okay. No, 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 no. All right, so you're not too upset about it. I no, know no. Well, I'm guy, really but... upset about it because I wanted, you know, I got to rethink my strategy now. Well, a that's bit. your guy. That's like my Joe Mixon. You know? <laughs> Joe Mixon, listen, remember I said that. Remember I said Joe I Mixon. I love Joe Mixon. Uh, no. Actually, last year he was considered the best running back in the class. Um, and it was a good class if you yeah. think about it because you have Dalvin Cook, Fournette. Christian uh, McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, yeah. And Impressive uh, class last year. Yeah. Um, but like I said, so going on with the show, uh, so today what we're going to do is we're going to talk a little bit more about the other aspects of fantasy football, which is the most popular ones is Daily and Dynasty. So to start off talking a little bit more about Daily, we know, Charlie, that you play Daily more than I do. Yeah. I, I play, big, don't get big, me wrong. Big into Daily. I play, but I, I like, I'm a big season-long guy more than anything else. Mm-hmm. Uh, hit us up, let us know on BFB. Actually, we're going to start that as a poll. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I just want to announce another thing, too. I, I, I'm going to start also our tournament brackets of like different positions. We're going to start that on our BFB uh, Instagram. So like follow us on Instagram at BFB podcast. And we're going to start like, like making the people choose like who's going to end up being like the better fantasy wide receiver. It's going to go tournament style. Mm -hmm. It's like bracket style to see who makes like going to be like the best wide receiver too. So we're going to do stuff like that. Um, And it's going to be competitive. So like look into it, but, uh, and let us know if you play more daily or if you play more season long or dynasty, see how it is. But so Charlie, so talking a little bit more about daily to, I guess, to teach us up into it. And then we'll get into the real uh, part of the show, the real like meat of the bone of the show, which is um, dynasty. Mm -hmm. What, Big tips do you have for like new players who are getting into dynasty dynasty, excuse me, to daily this year? Mm-hmm. What's like some big tips you would give to somebody? So yeah, so daily DFS, uh daily fantasy sports, um it's it's basically one day or in the in football uh one week seasons for real money. Um so there's a couple of different games. I mean, like the post, the most popular sites are obviously FanDuel and DraftKings. Mm-hmm. So now the two most popular games are your, your cash games and then your your large field GPPs. So your cash games are, you know, head to head against someone else. GPPs. Yeah. Guaranteed prize pool. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, and then your 50 50s where you only have to score, you know, in the top 50 percent of whatever how many people are in that game. Mm hmm. And then you have your uh, large field GPPs, which are you know your Millie Makers, your uh, your Sunday Millions on FanDuel. Those are the ones that have that one million dollars at you know for first place that mm-hmm. draws you in. But here's the thing: like if you're just getting involved in daily, I think that you need to really have a plan as to like what you want to do. So let's say for example, if you have let's say a bankroll of a thousand dollars to start off with for the year, like you know that you're committing a thousand dollars. What you want to do is only put in 20% of that bankroll on a given week. And you want to play 80% of that bankroll in head-to-heads because those are safer matchups. To, That's to, more money than I want to give in a week, but okay. I'm just using a round number. I, like, like the a head-to-head, thousand. you have like a 50% chance yeah, exactly. of winning, right? I mean, you're only beating one other person. Yeah. I mean, me, when I play my daily games, I, I'm playing like, Two dollars, like five dollars. Right. You're ones. playing. You're playing. That's a lot. He's playing ticket, scratch though. off. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's a lot of ticket. Let's say if you're, you know, you're investing two bucks to play into that, you know, to to try and win a million bucks is literally like it's it's a lottery ticket. Too many variables there. You, you know what I mean? It's, it's um, kind of daily I play. <laughs> yeah, but you also have to keep in mind in these big tournaments, there's these pros that are they're putting in 150 lineups. You know, that, that's the that's the MME, mass multi-entry. Mm-hmm. So you're going up against, you know, pros that are putting in 150 lineups to your one. Mm-hmm. So the odds of you winning, you dramatically come down. I mean, me, myself, I put in 150 lineups. 
and I'm nowhere near a pro, but I have somewhat of an idea of what I'm doing. It's okay. I put in my so one line up. They have like spreadsheets with yeah, algorithms. Yeah, spreadsheets, optimize. And... I, you know, I, I do all that kind of stuff. Like I have my optimizers. I have my algorithms. I build my models. Um, so this is what you're going up against. So, I mean, if you, it depends on what your goals are. Like if you just want to have some fun and, you know, throw in, you know, a lineup and just kind of see what it does, enjoy the games and watch them, that's one thing. But if you really want to, you know, use this to make some passive income, like you really have to have a strategy involved. Like if, again, like if you have, let's say a thousand dollar bankroll for the year, only play 20% of that on a given Sunday and make sure you're, you're paying, you're playing 80% of that in cash games and 20% in your GPPs. And also, like, really understand the sites. Like, for example, like DraftKings, they have a very dynamic pricing system. So their algorithm, the pricing changes from week to week dramatically. On FanDuel, not so much. So for just for an example, for week one, on DraftKings, Odell Beckham Jr. is priced at $7,000 when he's usually right around 8500 Now, the reason for that is he's going up against the Jaguars and they're factoring in matchup. They're factoring, you know, that he's going to be shadowed by Jalen Ramsey pretty much the entire game, so he might not have a great game. On FanDuel, he's 7800 so he's a better play on DraftKings. So you have to take that into account, like really know the market. One question I give you, I ask for you, I guess that probably is would be a common question, I think, for something about Daily, would mm-hmm. be uh, what do you see as, like, the quarterback? So now, like, in, in – in, Redraft seasons, like we always talk about, wait for quarterback. Wait right. for your quarterback because there's so many quarterbacks to get late. Right. But a quarterback, like somebody like an Aaron Rodgers, could give you week in, week out about 20 points a game. Right. So would you spend more money on a quarterback for somebody like like Aaron Rodgers mm-hmm. and then kind of maybe just find like a deep sleeper matchup wise as right. a running back and wide receiver? Does that would you so do you feel the quarterback is positioned differently in daily as you do for the redrafts? Right, right. That, that's a great question, Flex. Thank you. Um, I think that in cash games, the quarterback position is devalued. Like, for example, I could tell you the most popular cash game quarterback on DraftKings right now. It's going to be Tyrod Taylor if he's the starter because mm-hmm. he's pretty much mid-price and he's going to have a ton of opportunities to, to really pay off his salary. Now, keep in mind, like, in, in cash games, you want to really score anywhere around 120 points. So you really want to double the person's salary. So let's just say if someone is, is 5K – you're looking for about 10 points out of him on DraftKings mm-hmm. for cash games. Now, in your GPPs, um, you want 3x. What is GPP again? Guaranteed prize pool tournaments. Those are like the big millie makers. You want at least 3x value. Three times? Three times. All right. You know, because you need a bigger score to take down those GPPs. Oh, x means times. Oh. Yeah. So <laughs> the the cash game, um, in cash games, I think the quarterback position is devalued. Now, in GPPs, I think that you could pay up for quarterback to try to be contrarians, to kind of go, like, against the field. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So let's say, like, Aaron Rodgers in a great matchup, you know, that de- de- definitely spent on that for sure. So it really depends on the game to answer um, your question. As far as uh, fa- um, the two – FanDuel and DraftKings. FanDuel so the two and- popular ones. So There's what, other what's ones, the point like system, scoring system? So DraftKings – that's another good question. DraftKings is a full, uh, full point PPR, um, and then FanDuel is a half point PPR. And uh, – do both platforms use kickers and defense? No. So DraftKings actually never had the kicker. Yeah. And FanDuel just eliminated the kicker. And the oh, reason they did? They did this year wow. coming up. So the um, the industry is really excited about that because with kicker, there's way too much variance. Like yeah. you never know which kicker is going to have five field goals in a given week. Yeah. You know what I mean? So they eliminated that and they added a flex position. So um, There's two it, flex positions? 
No, no. So, <clears throat> so DraftKings always had the flex position, and now FanDuel has the flex flex position. So they're following like almost the same model, except yeah, yeah. PPR, right? It's it's a copycat industry. You know what I mean? So, so yeah. Um, you could also create a, your own league. Yeah, like you could play against your friends. You could create a league oh, yeah, where, my, like, with ten of your friends. My and, boy Mikey did that. Yeah, you know, yeah. People yeah. that are not into like <clears throat> yeah, and it's good. Like let's season. say like you know you just want to play against ten of your friends and just talk a little trash, see who who knows the most about you know fantasy football it's it's a great way to do it that's cool yeah but definitely like know what your goals are that's my best advice like if you want to you know make some income that's a different <clears throat> approach if you want to just have fun with it you're going to the game you're going to the bar with a bunch of your friends to watch the game throw a lineup in have fun uh which position you usually go and take a chance with like is your wild card uh wide receiver wide receivers all yeah wide receiver and you know low level running backs you know, like like for example, like I think another sleeper for Week One in DraftKings is, is uh, Rex Burkhead. Like I think he's 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 almost mid value, and he's going to have a ton of opportunities. He in might week one. he might go up though in value and and also like in drafts if Sony Michel does actually miss any time. Right, right. He might no, be going for, up though for, for daily. <clears throat> you know what I mean? Like his no, I'm saying, prices. but his price might go up if Sony Michel misses. Time. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. So for in the seasonal for sure. Uh, or the other uh, running back that they have, the kid that's from. They used to play for the Bengals. Jeremy Hill. Jeremy Hill. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he did, did. We always said that it was going to be one of those guys between Jeremy Hill and Mike Gillisley that was going to probably stay on the team. Mm-hmm. And I mean, from the other preseason game the other day, it looks like Jeremy Hill's getting like that, like Garrett Blunt role that he's filling in, which I don't think anybody is going to fill in because Mike Gillisley filled it in like for, like the first half but, of last year. Yeah, but he might be in the bubble. It might. Yeah, he exactly exactly. Which is he might be in the bubble. He might not exactly fill that role, but he might be within the rotation. Like yeah. That. Yeah. Um. No, it's it's great. So, I, and I know, like I said, you play a lot more. What you have a question? Yes. Uh, okay. Go ahead. For the dailies, uh, how much does recency <clears throat> bias takes place? That, that's a really good question. How much is what recency, recency bias? bias uh, like yeah, you know, takes you, place into it, when you recency play, bias. When you play daily, I understand exactly what you mean. Um, when you play daily, you have to have the memory of of a cornerback. You know, when a cornerback gets burned, they need to forget it right away, or yeah. it's going to affect them the whole game. Same thing with daily. Like if if someone burned you week one. Don't be afraid to go right back to them. You know what I mean? If anything, that benefits you because, like, the masses will will have that approach. You know what I mean? Like, oh, this guy burned me in, in week one. I'm not playing him. And that's when you could get, like, a, you know, like a Lev Bell at low ownership, you know, or Zeke Elliott at low ownership. And that's what could really, like, j- put you ahead of the field in a large field GPP. So, yeah, that's a good question. One thing that I want to start up also for the rest of the season we're going to do, because remember, here at the Better Fantasy Bureau, we are everyday fantasy sports players. Mm-hmm. And then that's, that's where we are. Like, we're not saying we're experts. We're not saying we're gurus. Not for nothing. I know you felt like this for a long time, Doggy, and I agree, too. Even the experts, it's just a projection game. It's just taking yes, whatever yeah. notes and percentage points or whatever it is and, and, and all these stats and making your best educated yeah. guess, your best hypothesis. That's what and, that's what fantasy is. Yeah, mean. and and that's what all these experts yeah. do, and they know that they do that. And we're just doing the same thing. We're just saying we're not experts, right. but we do want to give opinions. So yeah. what we're going to start also, we're going to look into as we're building a website. We're going to start in something like Charlie's Choices, where people could ask you like for advice about it and you give your choices on device that they ask. And right. then we're going to start stuff like that where people could come to you for their daily questions for weekly 
daily questions and we're also going to start like a little special membership too that we're talking about we're going to get to that about being part of the bureau about joining our bureau joining the bureau being an agent our fantasy sports agent (laughs) (laughs) being a fantasy sports agent of the bureau uh, where you'll get even extra inside information extra inside tips and we're going to work that all out so we have a lot of that um, that we want to build up upon when we start building our website and it's it's, it's really going to get people more involved and like I said if you relate to Charlie and I and you know even our special guests like Marquette that we have great listen to us and feel free to ask us any single time anywhere remember our, po- our aig at bfb podcast our twitter at podcast bfb um and you could always hit us up in any, any platform that you need to um so now moving on to dynasty which is not for nothing a growing market it is a market and i'll tell you the truth it's something that i am not very familiar with but i know the way that it plays a lot i, I know about it that uh, I want to get started into more. And it is really a growing market. I'm seeing a lot of places, like even on Sleeper, where they have like their forum chats, they ask a lot of Dynasty questions. Uh, you know, you hear about a lot of other podcasts, you hear more about Dynasty. And I know, Doggy, you've been playing Dynasty for as long as I can remember. How long have you been playing now, to be honest? Um, this is my fourth year. Mm-hmm. Right fourth now. year. Yeah. How did you get into it? Like, what what made you get into Dynasty? Um, one of our my one of my friends, Matthew Davis, who's also in our FY. PM league. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, did I say it right? Yeah, you said it right. You're oh, fine. No worries. Right. I got you. F you pay uh, me. Yeah, F you pay yeah, me. Yes. Yeah. Um, you got it. You're good. You're good. No, nah, he, he lives in Kansas City now, but you know he's from uh, Baltimore originally, Originally, and uh, he lived in New York. But uh, his brother <laughs> his brother has a dynasty league. I think he has two dynasty leagues, mm-hmm. and then he was forming the second one. And you know, since I'm the commissioner of my league, he's like, hey, do you want to join ours? And then and then he explained Dynasty to me, which is an all-keepers uh, league, so you keep all your players. And um, it sounded interesting to me because it's pretty much you're creating your own team and you're going right, to have right. it, and it's going to reflect right. year to year on how good of a manager. Yeah, you feel and, like a GM, yeah, actually. You f- yeah, actually feel like a GM. Right. So I joined it. Uh, you know, we did, the, we did the draft, which is interesting. We did our email draft. Right. Since we all live different places. Right. So it's mm-hmm. email. So we don't use uh, actual platform mm-hmm. like where we have to like, all right, select. Right. And like not a, like two a minutes, or you know, like and then right. there's a clock where it's two minutes. There is a clock. So there's like a five hour or six hour clock and uh, draft starts at 10 in the morning. Don't you get more than six? Oh, no, because it ends at a certain time. That's right. You were yeah, telling me so, that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah draft yeah. draft starts at 10 in the morning. Right. The clock starts at 10 in the morning and then it will stop at like 11 at night. And then, you know. But between the 10 and 11 at night, you had to make a pick within five hours. Oh, okay. Now, if, let's say you didn't get to get your pick on time. You still have till the next day, you know, to make it. it the draft took, like... This year was not, quick, you no, said, right? Well, yeah, because it's rookie drafts. So you only have uh, five rounds. Right. Compared to when you're picking a roster of 31 players, mm-hmm. you know? Right, um, right, wait, 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 the way it is, it's it's, it's so year I, long. So you draft a team and you keep your team all, year it's long. It's all keepers league. So you have all the players. All the players okay. are kept. Yeah. So uh, in and our I, league, is, we have 12 teams. It's PPR. And the roster in season is 26. 26. And you draft. And when you do a brand new draft, and when you start brand new, how many players do you actually draft? You draft 31. So you draft 31. You keep 26. So you cut five. You cut five before. The season starts. Preseason four. Oh, before preseason week four. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So there's there's like a cut day 
and right, right, right. Dynasty, just like there's cut days in real life football. Right. Yeah, so you need a more like that real GM kind of feel. Like you see who made your team and who didn't. Right. Exactly. And then, then all those players go into a pool where another team could. Yeah. No. So pick. everyone is free on waiver wire. Oh, so okay. you can just select them on the waiver oh, wire, and it's not selected by according to your standings. It's just. Whoever picks the person, the uh, player. Got so it. how do, how does the waiver wires? So the way because I know different dynasty teams could do their dynasties a little differently. Yeah, I know there's a way, you could, you could so, pay. You know. So how ways. does your the way your dynasty league works? How do this? And remember, we're asking this for people who want to start their own dynasty league, who like want to get their friends and start their own brand new ones. How do you work your waiver wire in your the waiver your wire experience? is first come first serve. Like there'll be a let's say. Um, waiver starts, uh, let's say, in season, right? So in season, waiver will be available 10 o'clock on Wednesday night. So whoever's the first one to pick the player they desire to get. That's how it goes on yours? Yeah, that's how it goes. It's, oh, not, wow. it's not according to standings. Uh, so you, like, all 12 guys could be, like, at the computer at one time, and just whoever gets that fastest click yeah. of the button, whoever has the best Wi-Fi connection ends up getting them. It's <laughs> yeah, like that, it's right? like ordering Jordans, right? Like whoever yeah. gets that yeah, first. Yeah, who's in the line. <laughs> yeah, so that's, good, good. that's the way Probably. we do it. And, um the scoring system, which is what I love a lot, and I wish uh, other platforms like ESPN and Yahoo, I don't know if Yahoo does it, but uh, I would like them to implement is that you have your head-to-head matchup, obviously, right? But you also have your matchup versus the average score of that week. So, uh, for instance, when you have the second best score of that week and you lose to the best score of that week, right? it, it sucks that you take a loss. Right, right, right. right. There's, only, there's only one team that could beat you out yeah. of everybody in the league. Yeah, it so happens. And- at least to balance out the scale as far as uh, who has the better teams is at least you will get that win for the average score against. So there's just two ways you could win. Yeah. So for that week, let's say if I'm the second best scorer, I lost to the highest scoring team, right? I'll take the loss there. But most likely, right. I'll have the. So you'll go one and one for the week. One and so, one for the right. week. Got yes. it. All right, that makes. I've seen leagues like that. Yeah. So but so but so. Have it in Yahoo. Like I'm, I'm not. I'm not sure. So let's That's say great. let's say like let's say like the average score was a hundred points. Let's just say it's a hundred points for 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 a twelve team league, right? And five players out of the hundred scored above a hundred points. So those five players, they whether they won or right. lost, it, could, their, be, it yeah. could be five or it could be. I know, I, I know, I know. Yeah. I'm, I'm just making yeah. it simple. I'm saying, yeah. but so out of those five players that scored over a hundred points, they could, regardless of whether they won their matchup or not, they could still get a win in the win column for just getting above the average points. Yeah, and same and, applies when. You played like the worst pl- team that week, and you were the second worst team that week, right? So, right, you know that's sometimes cheesy where you won by eighty points, and and the other guy has seventy eight points. Meanwhile, everyone's averaging one hundred and twenty points, and you would so you would win, get a win there too. But if, but you win, you win the head to head matchup, of course, but you would lose on the average score, and you could even take two losses also that week. You could score under the average and lose yes. the matchup. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, all right. And this is something that, that your league in particular has set up, right? Yeah, they have it set up. Now, also for people that are introduction, introduction to Dynasty that want to start a brand new Dynasty league, where do you play your Dynasty? Because I know they, I know on ESPN, ESPN don't have a platform for Dynasty, right? They just started it. They just started it? Yeah. I wasn't they sure. They do have it. Uh, okay. I think they started it last year, and I think they're emphasizing on I haven't on seen one more. on Yahoo. On Yahoo? I don't know if they if they for sure don't have one, but I haven't seen one on Yahoo. Yeah, even uh, their guys are are like you know doing rankings for Dynasty now. Yeah, yeah. So you know that was something that they weren't. So where do you play yours? Uh, we play it in myfantasyleague.com. Myfantasyleague.com. And we actually pay for it. You mm-hmm. know, uh, so there's oh. like a subscription that you have to pay for year by year. How much? Year. Uh, I don't know, like fifty bucks, I think. Okay. 
Cool. It's a two hundred dollar uh, entry league, so okay. You know, so we have plenty of money. Um, so another thing, also talking about waiver wires too. So, but there's another way that I think I heard guess more commonly than first come first serve is uh, uh auction amount, right? Like you get like a hundred and fake dollars, like like pseudo dollars, like a hundred dollars, and whoever puts the highest bid on that player would end up taking that person off the waiver wire. Like that, that's like another popular way too, right? Yeah, that's another popular way too. for dynasties. But, but dynasty and also they do that in redraft. I've never heard in any other team to do it in redraft. Personally, this is just me personally from from my experience. Where you have a budget before. for the season, like a hundred dollars, no, and then you could for, just... as far as that's for waiver wire pickups. Yeah, you could do that in redraft too. Okay, I I, I I'm sure you can. I'm just saying, I just never. I just only when I heard that kind of waiver wire pickup, I heard it apply to a dynasty league only. I haven't heard it apply to a redraft league. All right. Well, no, I'm sure you could do it that way as well. Okay. All right. And then there's like penalties too that you could apply every time you pick a way uh, a player from waiver, you pay fifty cents, et cetera. Right. Okay. Uh. So also, so now that that that's get people a little more familiar. People that may know Dynasty may not know Dynasty. So now talking about like again, so now people that want to start up a brand new Dynasty. So you start a whole new draft, right? With yeah. your league, right? Now. This is what I hear, and tell me what you recommend this, if you agree with this or not. I've heard that if you're starting a brand new draft league and you're drafting all players, brand new team, right? Fresh team, you know? Um, I heard, it's, how many rounds did you do? 32, right? Since uh, for preseason or like, you know, uh, we select 31 in a roster. 31. So. Okay, so I've heard that you should do, which is recommended live, if you want to do a live draft. You could do 15 rounds live and do the remaining rounds on email like you do, right? You could do it, but, you know, sometimes, you know, you know, we're we're adults, so sometimes we're busy right. with life our gets schedule, in the way. so life gets in the way. Yeah. So I find that this being a little bit much more easier because then you could do your homework on... 31 rounds. That would take a month. No, yeah, yeah I wouldn't say 31, 31 rounds, rounds. In, I know. in a way. Because and, then, and then you're... Cause it's already hard enough to, you know, when you do mock drafts for a redraft, right, uh, and you have... You know, fifteen in the roster. Yeah, or six, yeah. Seven, You know what is it like? Fifteen, seventeen. Yeah, well, in the it's fifteen. It's fifteen, sixteen rounds generally yeah. on, so on average. Now, now when you get, it. it's already hard when you're in the fifteen, sixteen. Like, who yeah. should I pick? Who? who? Well, yeah, and then next thing you know, post. imagine the twenty fifth, twenty sixth. Yeah, with, with the group I do, we'd be like, it'd be like week three. We'd still be drafting. Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it's, um, it's too much. So now if you're going to start a brand new league, just go into So now we talked a little about the intro of the dynasty. So now I talk about like drafting a brand new team with dynasty. So. What are your tips and recommendations for somebody drafting like players that you should definitely take? Because I'll read you off ESPN rankings, off of the ESPN rankings. The top five players they say to draft in new dynasty leagues are and Odell's number did Odell and Odell, DeAndre Hopkins, Todd Gurley, Ezekiel Elliott, and Saquon Barkley. Those are the top five guys right now they're saying. So what in, do you in that in that order? In, in that order, yeah. They're okay. saying Odell. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins, Todd Gurley, Ezekiel Elliott, yeah. and Saquon Barkley. Yeah, Fantasy Football Calculator has it a little different. Yeah, yeah. Did, well, a lot of places you're going to see a lot of different rankings and a lot of different ways you draft. I'm looking, I'm looking at ESPN for the moment. I'm saying, um, but like me personally, if I had the number one overall pick in a brand new dynasty league, my pick would be Todd Gurley, number one. Um, I would take him number one overall. I think I'll. I would I'd, take Zeke. You take Zeke? Of yeah. course you would. Yeah. Um. <laughs> It's it's tough. Uh, what about you, Marquette? You're the tiebreaker. Who who would it be? Who are you taking number one overall? There would be neither of them probably. Don't uh, say I'll, Saquon. <laughs> well, Saquon is the rookie draft to number one, obviously. Yeah, no, but I won't I won't pick him because uh, he hasn't proven anything yet. No, I get it. I uh, know not, not in a brand new thirty five. Thank you. In, thank you. All in a rookie, you would take him number one overall. Out there. Rookie, of course. And a rookie draft, rookie, rookie draft like overall, this is our second no. season. Yeah, he'll be number one. 
That's... Yeah, a rookie draft. No, but I'm t- we're talking. Well, I know, I know, I know. No, no, um, no I, never, I wouldn't take him number one either in a new rookie draft. I said I, Todd Gurley. I think I'll pick. Say it. You can say it. Either Le'Veon Bell. Really? Yeah. Or approaching thirty years old, brother. It's twenty-seven. Twenty-six. Uh, twenty-six going on twenty-seven. <laughs> uh, Le'Veon Bell or Odell Beckham. Okay. Those would be your number one. If you started a brand new league, you're the number one overall pick. You pick those two guys. Yeah. Okay. And the reason being why? Like, you just think that they present the most upside well, of the next three, four years? Because, all right, in Dynasty, right, you could, depending on where you're at, right? So if I'm number one pick, right, and I look at the projections for all the players, mm-hmm. I could, you know, I don't have to try to build a team for the future. I could try to win now. Right. Right. So Le- Le'Veon Bell to me is like an obvious, right? Or Beckham, although I think his stock is a little low uh, for where he's going. But in Dynasty, he's going pretty good. So he's in the top five, top four. Uh, but if I'm thinking about winning now, I'll go for Bell and I'll just try to get all the winners for for now. Even if I'm getting guys that are like in the 28, 30s, you know, right. I'm just trying to win now. But that you could you could uh, strategize that as strategize that as you go on right now draft. also the fact that you know wide receivers will probably be a little bit more productive for a longer period of time th- does that play into it wide receivers yes because you know yeah, average... wide receivers could be productive well into their 30s usually with running backs once they hit that 30 year mark they, they start to slow down significantly yeah like s- some people probably pick hopkins or beckham or uh over uh, those running backs because right. it's that they're like they're gonna look you know what i'm gonna have hopkins at least five years and he's gonna be at least, uh, yeah. And one. running backs and, tend and, to get hurt a little. And bit you more. have Deshaun Watson, so they, they, their logic is like, all right, I have Deshaun. They have Deshaun Watson in Houston, Texas. Uh, Hopkins has a, a contract already; he's good. And you know what? He's a wide receiver. He's good for like four or five years. Right, right. You know? So you factor in contracts. Yeah, that that goes into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's why I'm like Bell. That's interesting. Although Bell, you know, he's does, you know. He has his little contract situation going on right now. Yeah. Uh, but he's, he's you know, he was top 10 in receiving yards, you know. Yeah. And he's a bell cow. You know, he's going to be getting right, right. so many touches. He's going to no get, you know, anywhere between 25 or 30 touches a game. And, and then you project you that could, for the next could, three years. Year, year by year, people are like, oh, no, nah, not this year for Bell. Yeah. But he proves everyone wrong. Yeah, yeah. And just look at the film. Right. Look how he plays. Everything's slow. He's in a different level. Like, we, I haven't seen a running back in his level in such a long time. Yeah, you know. So no, that's I, why. I, I agree. And um, and but also like it, it's it's when you when you look and when you're playing dynasty, there's different players that you got to evaluate way differently too. Like you're saying, like I mean, like like Lev Bell for me, like when you're talking so much about him, like he's my number one off the board right now. He's he's ranked in my number one. There's my um, overall pick in RB. You okay there? That's how you felt. Just drop my <laughs> bottle. <laughs> so he's like number one ranked for me, but um. I don't have him. I have him outside my top five, like you in know, dynasty. like in the lower, like like end of the top ten in dynasty. I have him. Now, That's fair. That's don't fair. get me wrong; he's still great to have. Just I be, just just because of age or age, and unfortunately, contract a little bit. Like I think he's going to be a stealer for life. I feel that way. Uh, I I feel that way. I feel that way. And I, I don't have many doubts about it. But remember, if I'm looking long term thing, like I'm taking a long term guess about something, if he goes from the seals like almost any team he goes to almost pretty much every team he goes to he'll be the, the clear bell cow for that team right but it's just uh he's who gonna knows what he's gonna want to play though. he's gonna want big money he deserves it and he deserves it but there's other but there's other players too like i said like that i evaluate higher like michael thomas is one big player that i evaluate way higher in dynasty 
than I would like in a redraft league. Uh, but you also have to consider how long is Breeze going to be playing and who's his backup. I, I, I just, uh, with Luke, right? Um, Luke, it's Luke, it's Luke something. Luke, who? Yeah, exactly. Luke, Luke who? No, no, no. It's, it's Luke something is his backup. He's he's another quarterback's brother. I forgot who. Uh, anyways, but like you know, players like 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 Michael Thomas, like I valued higher. I'll, I'll, like, I'll, I'll get Evans over Thomas. Evans, he, yeah. My, I, I, I put Evans over Thomas too. Like I put like I put in this year. I even put Keenan Allen not for nothing higher than Michael Thomas. Myself personally, I like Keenan Allen more. But in dynasty so much, but see a lot of people talk about Keenan Allen being injury prone. I don't think he's injury prone. I think he's just un- like unlucky. I say he's unlucky because he hurt his leg when he was ankle, right? But another year when he was out for the entire season, he had a lacerated kidney. Who gets a lacerated kidney? Yeah, it's more like unluck. Yeah, right, that's right. what I'm saying. It's like a freak, he's freak accident. Yeah, that, freak that, injury. yeah, that's being unlucky. And people always talk about, and I see it all the time, all over. Like you say, oh, it's his injuries, injuries. He's not injury prone. That was just unlucky to get a lacerated kidney. When somebody's out for a whole year, then you just think you're injury prone. No, it's not that, you know. So like, but still, but because of his unluckiness in certain things, I still put uh, Michael Thomas a little bit ahead of. Keenan Allen, and not for nothing, because Drew Brees is older than Philip Rivers. Like, why, why Drew Brees left the Charges to begin with? Because they had they got Philip Rivers. Yeah, you know. Um, question: uh, What Answer. about Julio Jones? Julio Jones over Mike Thomas or uh, Mike I have Evans? Mike Thomas and Mike Evans over Julio Jones. I would go Julio. You go Julio. I would go Julio because Julio has shown he could. He'll be hurt more yeah. times. But the thing, yeah, he, the thing he shows Julio, that he's hurt, but yeah. he still ranks. I, the the top. thing, this is how I see Julio, um, and this doesn't. This is in general doesn't really apply to dynasty. But I think a monster year from him is coming, because his whole thing is is just he doesn't score. He doesn't get in the end zone. You know what I mean? But yeah. I, I just think that that big touchdown season is coming for him. Yeah. So, uh, but let me ask. So, so again, just to reiterate what you said about dynasty. So, what is your what is the biggest things you would look for, especially like more this year for like a brand new dynasty startup, doggy? Like, what is what is like your biggest tips you could give? Like, because mo- most people when it comes to mind, they'll say age. That's like the number one thing that comes to people's mind. Yeah, like, I, I won't. Is, put, should you be so worried about age over production senses like that? Like, what is it you're, you're most concerned about? It. If you've been studying and you've been doing mock drafts for Dynasty, right? Mm-hmm. So you have an idea of where you want to do. Um, so for me, um, you can factor age. Age should be factored in. But as you're, you're selecting your team and you and you feel a lot more confident of your team, it's like, you know what? The players that I'm drafting are pretty good and I could actually see myself winning this year. Right. Then... The age factor should you be... You don't factor in as much. As much. Right. You don't Because in the, in the pre-show meeting, you told me that you made a move for Tom Brady All right, a couple yes. years ago. So. Uh, two seasons ago, um, that same season, in preseason, I got... Uh, no, no, no. That was two, three seasons ago, I got Le'Veon Bell. But that's because, you know, he's been hurt and with the suspension he had. Mm-hmm. So he, his stock was very low. So I ended up getting him. But... Uh, Two years ago, I felt like I had a strong team. I have Jarvis Landry, Odell Beckham, I had Le'Veon Bell. And um, quarterbacks at that time, I had Jameis Winston, Alex Smith. Jimmy Garoppolo. (laughs) No, I didn't didn't have Jimmy Garoppolo yet. Uh, (laughs) That was after the trade. So I ended up offering up trading – Jameis Winston. People Tevin, don't know why I'm laughing about that, by the way. We'll tell them later. <laughs> uh, Telvin Coleman, right? And um, I gave up my first round pick for ne- the next year rookie draft 
for Tom Brady. That's and another... everyone in the league was just like, wow, you, you overpaid so much. Because running backs is valued a lot. Right, you know? right. And quarterbacks in Dynasty, they're going in the fourth round. Mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers is going in the fourth round. And we could go over it, the players that and see if you would select any of these players in the fourth round over Aaron Rodgers. And um, anyway, everyone laughed at me, but I felt strong like mm-hmm. I would be able to win the league. And... You know, there was some unluck, but I ended up being third place, you know. And I still have Tom Brady. And last right. year, and he it was MVP. Yeah. Last year, he was MVP. And where's Winston? Right. Sometimes you don't know. Yeah, no, you, well, well, I was going to, I'll ask you one question real quick, too, but just also to let people know about, especially with the introduction of Dynasty, one big, I guess, fun thing about Dynasty when it comes to doing trades is that you could put a value on your pick in the rounds. Yeah. Because when you do a rookie draft, right? So when you do, you do your first draft, you draft your 32 players and you keep 26 of them, right? Yeah. Right, or 31. And 31, and then you keep 26. Yeah. And then when you do your rookie drafts, only five rounds, right? Five rounds. And you could trade away along with players' draft picks. Yeah. Right? So you could trade away along with players' draft picks, and uh, just, you know, that's another fun way to keep incorporated. So, um, and, and the drafts each year, they go by your rankings in it's, the league, it, right? So if you were, like, the worst player in the league, you get the first round pick. Yeah, and, the, right? and the, the draft in order is not snake. It's a classic draft. Like linear, you know? right? So if you had the first pick in the second round, you had the first pick in the second. First round, you had the first pick in the second exactly, round. Exactly, yeah. Right, so I snaked that, right? Um, what was another question that I that I had for you also as far as Dynasty? Yeah, so it's cool because you could, dra- you could trade um, the way our league is set up. You could trade next year's rookie draft, any picks, or uh, the following year. So you could go up two years mm-hmm. and just trade your future drafts. So do you also or draft picks. So I guess like trade bait is more of a real thing in Dynasty as opposed to redraft leagues, right? Because because yeah. I know, like I said, me personally, and it's worked out for me in the past. I like taking two quarterbacks. I don't always do it in every redraft league, but I do do it, and it's worked out for me in more in more ways than one. Like look in your look in your league, and I ended up being ended up being in first place last year. But I drafted uh, Carson Palmer and Andrew Luck. And then when Carson Palmer got hurt, like who was left on the waiver wire for me was like Trevor Simeon was left on the waiver wire. I ended up making some good trades and I ended up getting, uh, who did I get last year out of you guys? I think, oh, I ended up getting um, Matthew Stafford on a, on a, on a draft, on a, on a trade that I made. Mm-hmm. But, anyways, the point was what I'm saying is that it, it could happen where a quarterback is needed. So, which, which position do you feel you should stock up the most on in Dynasty? Like, it, it, you, do, you, do you agree? Like, let's say if you're doing a brand new league and you, you, you can never. Have too many. Have too many right. running backs. Running backs. So running yeah, backs. Yeah. Just, they drop like flies. So it's still the same thing with dynasty. You should. So you don't mind like even like let's say like your first three picks in a brand new dynasty league, three running backs is fine. Yeah, that's fine. Because you're looking at the long game. Even yeah. if that year you have a terrible season. Because even if you have a terrible season that first year and you get the first pick in the next year. Because usually a rookie, like rookie wide receivers, it takes time for them to develop. develop. Right, right. Usually so, about year three is when they yeah, really got it. There's unusual cases where you have a rookie wide receiver. Like a Odell or a Randy yeah, Moss. That have Moss, a breakout. Moss. <laughs> yeah, what was that with you have a breakout <laughs> year, you know. So you could pick, you know, draft you know, the sure shot running backs and then, you know, yeah, just get yeah. some guys that you feel like they're going to develop into a good wide for receiver. For sure, for sure. All and right. Then, no um, problem. Which is funny. Uh, I say you cannot have too many running backs, but my strategy, everyone has their niche, right? Right, so, right, right. Uh, in my league, in the in Dynasty League, I have a lot of quarterbacks. So I <laughs> tend to hoard quarterbacks <laughs> the QB hoarder yeah I'm a QB hoarder although <laughs> you can find any given quarterback and they give you decent numbers right but sometimes there's been moments where I were I was able to trade a quarterback that I don't really need but the reason 
I got values that they're not on the block. You know, they're not on the waiver wire. Right, right. So, for instance, like two years ago, I had Fitzpatrick. And somebody gave me a second round, a future second round for Fitzpatrick because they had no quarterback. Right. You know, and they were and desperate for one. So they were yeah, desperate yeah, for absolutely. One, you know? That that's really smart. Yeah. So you you end up finding your niche. Of, and especially like, if you like you have you have that market where people are like supply and demand. Like yeah. you had the supply and they had the demand for it because you had yeah. supply of yeah, it. Yeah. So I get criticized for having so many quarterbacks, but the reason is right. that they get frustrated because then when a quarterback goes down. There's no other quarterback. Is there a know? limit in your league of how much of a position you could draft? Because there's a lot of redrafts. Like, you no. can't have more than, like, six running backs. No, there's, like, teams that have, like, five defensive special teams. Team yeah. I'm like, what? <laughs> Who is your uh, – <laughs> What are you doing, bro? Since you're the QB hoarder, who is your favorite out of this new group of quarterbacks out of this rookie class? Good question. Well, the biggest into our like, rookie I like segment. Ba- I like Baker, but for fantasy aspect, uh, Lamar Jackson. Oh, interesting. I drafted Lamar Jackson. Yeah, you did. And I, I drafted Darnold. I, I like Yeah, Donald. you did. I remember you told me this. I, we I went really, through this. Yeah. And uh, in, in my in my team, I have Alex Smith, I have Eli Manning, and Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. But I even when, when you do your – because this is going to bring it to, our, to, to get into our next segment because we only have a, a couple more uh, minutes left in the show. But to bring it to our new segment, I mean, the, the rest of it talking about is rookie drafting. When you draft your rookie classes, when you do like the next year drafting, it doesn't necessarily have to be a rookie. It could be anybody that's available on the waiver wires, right? Yeah. Like so how I, you took- I, I drafted in this year's rookie draft. I drafted Trey Burton. Trey Burton, in exactly. The third round. You know, Trey Burton. That's yeah. that's Flex's guy. Yeah, I like him. Yeah, I yeah, like no, him. no. We talked about that, but still, like, since he was still available on the waiver wire, you ended up taking him. Yeah, well, not the waiver wire. Well, so in the rookie draft, rookie draft is you could pick any rookie or whoever's free agent, a free agent, mm-hmm. right? And you know that's what's cool about it. And uh, also, just to talk about a little bit more of the trade aspect, do you, the tra- the another dynamic which is good and is the, the the relationship you build with other teams with trading. You end up tending to trade with the same, same teams because right. right. you already have that rapport, right. which right. is pretty interesting, which you don't really find yeah. in, in like you know the redraft. Yeah, it's maybe. a different component. Yeah. yeah, absolutely, that's cool. Right, right, right. right. No, no, it, it's 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 definitely different ways you have to look about it. Different ways. Um, so who would you say is a big like? Because you know we talk about sleepers every year for redraft leagues. So like I know Charlie and I because we don't we haven't played Dynasty too much, but we know about the players. We know about the player stats. We know what a player could still possibly do. Obviously, the strategy going into the draft is a little bit differently that you have more experience than we do in that. But who would be like a rookie sleeper for you? Would you say? Especially now that we have a couple of rookie injuries, like Darius Geis, of course, is a big one. Uh, That other guy, Kane, Uh, Kane got injured. Carryon Johnson. Carryon Johnson, I big Carryon Johnson guy. Yeah, I drafted him too. Interesting. Yeah, Yeah. Uh, opportunities will be there for him. Which is funny. With Dynasty, you end up uh, following much more college football. Right, right. So I'm a Razorback fan now. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, yeah. <laughs> uh, wait, 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 wait. Stop for a second. Why are you a Razorback fan? Um, Explain this. My girlfriend is from Arkansas. So. I'm a Razorback ah. fan now because of this, just so you know. Boom. I am now officially a Razorback fan, an Arkansas Razorback fan. Yeah. And I, I support them now, not 100%. But why is it you again? My girlfriend is from Arkansas. But because... What else? <laughs> Come on, say it. No, I'm not gonna say it. Come on, you gotta say it now. <laughs> no, he'll say it. He'll say it off air. Um, you really don't want to say it on air? Yeah, Why? Say, say, say. Go ahead. You don't want to say no, it? No, say it. With your diplomatic status in Arkansas? <laughs> I'm. Uh, I'm. Uh, <laughs> what is it? Uh, I forgot what it is. Come on, you don't, don't you have like diplomatic status? Yeah, I do have diplomatic status. Uh, the governor gave me. Uh, 
the world's traveler. I'm I'm the ambassador of Arkansas. There you there go. You yeah, go. that's the word it is. This is that's why would you want to say that? No, no, no. Because we make it. I got shot. I got shot. You got shot. It's all good. But because of have that, have you ever been? Sorry, Flex. Have sorry. you ever been to a game? I've been to um, the baseball game in Fayetteville. Okay. So if you know, if you follow college uh, sports, they made it to the College World Series. Oh, okay, okay. And cool. they lost. Yeah. It was. It was a bad. Because I heard college football games, like, the we, environment are, is crazy. The Razorbacks uh, in College World Series, they were up to the last out to win it, and the, and a foul ball. The the who they played, Oregon State. All right, so Oregon State hit a foul ball, first base, second base, and right field went to go get the ball, and second base called them off and didn't catch it. They ended up losing the World Series. Wow. Anyway. Uh, anyways, getting right back into football. But, yeah, but uh, because of that, those reasons. Are... Because of Dynasty, I started following more, uh, you know, college football, college football right. which helps because you have to see who no, are the good course, rookie, rookie you, players. You see it ahead so, of time. So, Johnson, although he has, like, you know, he has injury issues, he's he's a bell cow. Yeah. Who's uh, your uh, rookie fantasy sleeper for, like, a rookie draft? Who, which rookie do you like? Honestly, Charlie, I. I'm asking you, yeah. I like, I like Sam Darnold, man. As a as a rookie sleeper, yeah, I out of this quarterback group, I I like him a lot. I mean, okay. I, I, I I there's not, um, he just you know what it is. He reminds me of of Tony Romo. He uh, really reminds well me his of Tony wind Romo. up oh, his wind God. up is so Philip Rivers. He's not yeah. going to be that he has, bad. He has that court, yeah. like, <laughs> he's weird. not going to be that bad. No, but he, you know Throw he emotion. he could you know he could get outside of the pocket, expend the play, and he's got a bigger arm than Romo did. So you know I can't believe I'm saying this because he's a Jet, but. I'm I'm really impressed with Sam Darnold. Just hate everything New York. Yeah, it's just um, one rookie that I' looking at for the drafts this year that I and it's a deep one that I that I really like for for future for longevity that I recommend people are taking. Uh, Jordan Wilkins. Oh yeah, now that uh, Marlon Mack uh, got Marlon Mack got uh, got a hamstring injury recently. Yeah. I mean, he had hamstrings are so nagging, and he had yeah, a yeah. shoulder injury yeah. last year. But I think Hines is going to end up probably being the guy that's going to take over, and he's another rookie to look at. But I think Jordan Wilkins, he's a, he's a beast. He's a big guy. I think he could eventually in the future start pulling in to take over for that. Uh, we got to go. We got to wrap up because we're, the time's already about ending up. Um, but I think we just have like a ton of more questions asked about Dynasty, a ton of more ways of looking at Dynasty rankings and the, and uh, Dynasty suggestions and yeah. stuff like that. So we we'll, got to get you back in. Yeah, we'll ask you to come back in again another yeah. time. Boom! Right? Sounds Boom. good. Sounds good. <laughs> you know, uh, you know. I, I kind of like you guys. I don't. I didn't know if uh, this was gonna work, but I, you I, guys are awesome. I, I, good. Thank I, you, man. That's Thank why I made. For, I, I like what you guys are doing. That's why Keep I made you a groomsman in my wedding. I kind of like you too, <laughs> doggy. You know what I mean? And we have like diplomatic status up here. Uh, so Caleb, I'll just go ahead and play my outro song. All right, cool. We're ready. Oh, that's not it. <laughs> that was like, don't worry. My wife and I were going the over our up the track. Ah, don't mind me. My wife and I were going over the the wedding video thing last night. Anyway, hey, there this you go. Flex. Progress. This is Angels Band. You know, shout out to Progress once again for making us um, hugs. <laughs> hugs. Yeah, shout out to Progress. And as always, every time we have a special guest here, we give him the shirt in advance. So, uh, you as a Giants fan, doggy, here is your BFB shirt. So you can rock that. Thank for you, summer. thank you. No, thank you for having us. Thank you for coming over, uh, Doggy. Thank you for being a guest. Uh, once again, party people, follow us on Instagram, at BFB Podcast. Follow us on Twitter, at Podcast BFB. Hit us up anytime. If you have any more questions about Daily, any more questions about Dynasty, any more questions in general, hit us up anytime. You want to say goodbye, uh, Alex Marchetti? Uh, it was a pleasure. Thank you. And Charlie wants a piece of the party people. Bureau, that's a wrap. Episode 8. Party people, see you on this side or the other. Peace. Boom. Peace. Boom. Peace. Peace. <laughs>